0: Dr. Uh, Marianne, she just is amazing and um, just such a support. And the work that she's doing in step-by-step is just been amazing because there's so much sacrifice in this work. There's so much that has been poured into this work there's so much um, you know intent that has been put in to make sure that something can be delivered at a quality level for all of our kids and communities near and far so I just don't want to you know negate the opportunity to be able to um, edify her and the work that she <laughs> yes. does the same person you see in these 15 minutes that is passionate about the program is the same person who assess the kids tutors teaches teachers tutors teachers teachers just all this, the same person right it's the same love and 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 passion, and the thing that you mentioned at the beginning that you empower um and, and encourage I think is so powerful because I think it speaks to who you are as a person and that that's the part that people should connect to and that's the part that people should realize needs the sponsoring and the support to continue this work in the world so continue to do an amazing job I um, stand for you and I just you know support you as much as you know as we can
1: Thanks for tuning in to our Dyslexia Solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step by Step Dyslexia Solutions. So, I bring peace to parents by helping their dyslexic children read so that we can build their self esteem, help them unlock their genius minds, and allow them to achieve success in school and in life. So, the reason for this podcast is to interview parents of dyslexic children and we interview dyslexic adults and I also talk from my heart and the reason this podcast is important is we want to raise awareness of what dyslexia is so that you have knowledge because knowledge is power and we want to let you know that you're not alone in your situation so thanks again for tuning in and here we go with our special guest for the day. I have a very special guest because I'm going to introduce you to one of my tutors from uh, Citrus College, soon to be going to Laverne. And come on board, Emma. Hi. <laughs> you introduce yourself to our audience.
2: Hi, I'm Emma Cossie. I'm in my second year at Citrus College, and I've been tutoring with Marianne now for, I'd say, like seven, eight months now. Yeah, and I really
1: enjoy it. So, what do we do because we're a nonprofit, We uh, received a grant to work with some children in the low-income school district by us. And Emma has been a wonderful tutor to work with some of these children. It's been a lot of challenges because we've had internet downfalls. We've had COVID, of course. So Emma likes meeting face-to-face with the students. But um, I'm going to let you her share with you some of the highlights of her experiences tutoring with our kiddos.
2: Oh, well, the first highlight is it's actually really nice to see that they get excited to do these tutoring sessions because that um, these children being in Zoom for so long and not really being around people, um, it actually made me excited as a tutor because I was a little bit nervous, you know, meeting them and wanting them to be excited to be a part of it. And thankfully, they come in already excited. That's so pretty nice. Um, they're all hardworking, I've noticed. Um, They really enjoy how the steps progress and all the activities that we tend to do, as well as the worksheets. Um, I have not had a student go home unhappy.
1: (laughs) Well, what I want the audience to know is that my reading program is a nine-step reading program. Mm -hmm. It can be taught to college kids. It can be taught to retired teachers, substitute teachers, instead of having you pay $40,000 and go to a university and get a special certification. And I, you know, the kids that we're working with aren't diagnosed as dyslexic, but they do have those three eligibility requirements, mm-hmm. high intelligence, uh, low academic achievement and no low fa- phonological awareness so talk about the progress you're seeing with your students, Emma. So um, on average, the students that I have,
2: um, they tend to be ones that have just, they only know their their sounds and their letters. They haven't really learned their words yet. And I found that even within just a, I'd say like two and a half weeks of having like three sessions a week, we're starting to learn like basic words pretty quickly. Um, and I found that they are They tell their parents that they're feeling much more motivated that they're looking like now um, they used to just refuse to read. Now they're trying their best to read street signs, to read the cover of books. They're just trying to read different things. Um, So I would say I've definitely been noticing a lot of progress and they tend to progress pretty quickly. (laughs) I I haven't really had too many people that are are like, you know, having issues.
1: The first student we received was from one school in the big district whereas the other students are all from a whole other school Mm -hmm. but this first student that Emma worked with was with us 25 sessions and she made a whole year's growth in reading comprehension Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: the audience needs to know that's only 25 sessions. Oh yeah and it was very fast like only two months of work and she was able to progress that far. Mm -hmm. That's really neat And, and you're adapting so well. I know if you haven't tutored before, Emma says she's tutored high school, but if you haven't tutored before, it could be kind of overwhelming for people. So it almost feels, so you have education in your family. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's almost ingrained in you mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of in your wheelhouse as we would say it.
0: So yeah,
1: people who just blend in with this really easily. Um, It's just so passionate for me to share that while I'm getting certified in Orton-Gillingham, that's not for everybody. I mean, but learning to use a multi-sensory reading approach is key, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, definitely. And anyone could learn this program and be able to teach it and really see the rewards that it comes with because each step is so planned out and it's very repetitive Um, that you just, you can't help but learn
1: something from it. I've even had parents sitting with their child and watching the child learn, and they're learning along with them. Mm -hmm. I've had somebody describe a scenario to me, and they said, if you had a sore back, would your first move be to go to a chiropractor? It wouldn't be, right? It might be to do some stretches, take a Mm -hmm. towel. And so kids who are struggling with reading, the the first move isn't to go into one of these very expensive reading intervention mm-hmm. programs. They could come to me. I, I would like to consider myself the Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> Tylenol for reading. But if they could spend 25 sessions with us and make that gain of one to three years gains in only 25 to 30 sessions. They could learn to break that code, and then if you want to get them in the one-year, two-year, three-year-long intervention programs, there's a lot of programs out there that have been around for decades, but my program is very fresh and new, and the the neat thing we do is we use music with phonics, and Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I discovered music, to me, that was the missing link, now, not all students want to use the music, but did, your, did all your students use music, Emma? Oh, they did. Um,
2: now, this kind of falls back on the same um, as having some connection issues um, to where we weren't able to do it every single time. But we tried to get it in as much as possible, and they really, they really enjoyed it. Um, it was something different. It was new. Um, yeah, and I would say it's definitely a, a thing that works.
1: Yeah, um so what we do is we play classical music in the left ear, and the spelling exercises are in the right ear. So that's the ninth step of a nine step reading program. Now, when I am being in my practicum, when I do a lesson plan for Orton Gillingham, there's fourteen steps. And, you know, Emma, I think about you trying to learn that you'd probably throw your hands up and say, forget this (laughs) way too much, because I've even felt that. And here Mm -hmm. with two masters and my doctorate, I'm like, this is really a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's very effective, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of prep and it's a lot of wrap up.
0: Mm -hmm. Whereas my
1: program um, just flows. From day Oh, to it, start, it really does. Start the next day. Have you mm-hmm. found filling out your lesson plan is pretty easy? Oh,
2: definitely. I can, I can plan in advance. Um, I like that everything in my booklet has everything, like each day could be planned out as long as you're following the same steps. And if anything was to ever deviate, if like a student was falling behind or anything like that, I feel like the program is very, like, it still works, you know, even
1: if with those issues. Well, and because every child works at their own pace, mm-hmm. Emma has seen different students move at a rapid pace, at a slower mm-hmm. pace, needing more review. And she just got two, three of our last students for this grant that we have. Mm-hmm. And we, she has a fourth grader, a fifth grader, and a, sec, and a first grader. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so excited because so our fifth graders have two books. They have a phonics book and a writing book. But because the fourth grader that she has is really bright, we're giving her the same curriculum that the fifth grader is using. And then the Mm -hmm. first grader will use the first and fourth grade curriculum. But Mm -hmm. you're going to just be so excited to see, you know, the different levels and how they do grow at their own pace. Mm -hmm. Um, Try to work one on one with students. In the summer, we might be open to doubling up students if, you, if they have a friend that's at the same pace as, them, as they are that wants to work together in a summer school program. So you miss your students that you've already graduated, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> you've really bonded.
2: Oh. they've really connected oh. with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I had one that was really, really shy. And I just found that um, I was really looking up techniques of how to like really bring her out of her shell. So I was coming up, I found a stuffed animal that I was coming up with cute names that, you know, because she was so shy and so quiet, you know, this little stuffed animal had a hearing problem. So now you just need to talk, read louder to him so you could actually hear. So it's just finding different, you can tell when the child's having a good time or not a good time. And it's really good just to try and make sure that they're having the best time possible.
1: I'm so Mm -hmm. glad, you know, and like I said, the biggest challenge we've had is because of the internet, Um, Mm -hmm. the connections weren't working, but Emma was really good to reschedule those kinds of sessions. And when the students come to us, they they work out a schedule with the tutors and themselves and school's going to be wrapping up pretty soon. So you know, because it's a grant, they unfortunately aren't going to be continuing, but we'd like to talk to the schools to see if they can use discretionary funds to help some of these kids continue or to help mm-hmm. some of their other struggling readers. Um, is there anything else you want to share with the audience before we sign out?
2: Um As great as this program is for dyslexia, I found that you're right, that this program can really help anyone learn how to read. It really goes in depth on all the sounds with all the exercises. It's so repetitive that you just really cannot help but learn. And I've just found that these kids, they really like it when they're excited about the music. They're excited about the activities that we do. It's very hands on. And I'm I'm
1: glad to be a part of it. <laughs> you know, what's so fun with the curriculum is kids are often misplacing the letters in their words. Like if there's an L in a word, whew, mm-hmm. look out because that L is going to be in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And even three letter words, they're going to want to put the vowel at the end. So there's a lot of auditory and visual discrimination exercises. Mm-hmm. We'll turn three letter words into the four letter words with a, a vowel consonant E you know, cap mm-hmm. becomes cape, um, map, well, map isn't, mape isn't a word, but w- words like um, the three-letter words can turn into four-letter words, and and the student sees that all at once, and they're like, wow, there's a lot of aha moments. Oh, That's,
2: yeah. Not just and for thank- the student, but the English- tutor. <laughs> oh, yeah, and thankfully with English having so many rules, thankfully you just follow them and c- get to the result that you need.
1: Yeah and and we do have a lot of scaffolds if students aren't able to follow with the spelling exercise with the music we can't we have um different kind of pages how they can mm-hmm. do their spelling tests where they can we provide the beginning sound or we provide the ending mm-hmm. sound but there's a lot of phonemic awareness activities that we just make simplified and it's all following the model of Orton-Gillingham so you can Rest assured that your child is getting that Orton Gillingham multi sensory uh, approach. And mm-hmm. what Emma's talking about is it's um, repetitive. So we want it to be cumulative. So mm-hmm. it's not only structured and systematic and sequential, which lets the child anticipate the next step. It's mm-hmm. also cumulative. So it built, if they bring in what they've already learned. How did you like the workbook? Because a lot of programs don't use workbooks.
2: I like it. Um, it goes in order of the the program that you're like, whatever you're working on um, the steps that you're following the workbook quote, like it falls in line with it. Um, so thankfully each lesson, it works for, sorry, I'm getting a little tongue tied. The workbooks are great is what I'm trying to oh, say. It's really interesting because
1: you just, you're like, wow, I'm so glad it flowed like that. This is what we yeah. studied and this is what the workbook is. And oh yeah. Also- and there
2: are activities that are, are, you know, you're able to follow along. It's not, it's, there's nothing that's confusing is what's
1: nice. And the students really enjoy it. And then Mm -hmm. I just want to share one last thing that we do have a a good writing component that's more for the fifth graders and older, because we have that second workbook, we call it, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the writing, the writing uh, tricks for the Mm -hmm. fifth grade and 12th through 12th grade But all right. So I just want to introduce you to Emma. I'm so glad you got to meet her. I have some other tutors that I will eventually have on for some of my interviews. But thank you, Emma. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) I want to thank the audience.